Good morning, I'm Frank Powers, and this is Lifestyle Tucson, the program where I speak to our neighbors, the people behind the scenes of our amazing organizations, small businesses, and nonprofits. Our friends are informing you how they serve our community, and they're here to give you updates on future projects. So let's make some old friends today. How do we know we are providing our children the best options for education? Even if these options are apparent, how do parents overcome obstacles? The Institute for Better Education has some answers. IBE is committed to removing any financial obstacles that stand in families' way of providing K-12 education for their children and their unique needs. IBE accomplishes this through the Arizona Private School Tax Credit Program. IBE believes parents are the best resource a child has when determining which school will be the perfect fit for their child. Parents have been able to turn to the Institute for Better Education since 1998 if the right school to fit their child's needs is not within their financial reach. Today, I'm fortunate enough to welcome back Kimberly J. Kirshner, Executive Director of the Institute for Better Education. Kimberly, welcome back to Lifestyle Tucson. Thank you so much for having me, Frank. I really enjoyed our interview last time. I learned a lot about taxes. But today we're talking about corporate taxes and some of the deadlines coming up in June. So let's talk about some of that. Of course. So in June, every year, the Arizona state says, all right, Arizona businesses, you are able to make a tax credit donation helping children at a private school here in Arizona. And as it's a tax credit, it literally is the same as paying their taxes. When they give money to IBE as a donation, it's just like giving it to the Arizona Department of Revenue. It satisfies their liability at the corporate level, and they are helping very vulnerable children here in Arizona. So what makes an Arizona business eligible to make a tax credit donation through IBE? Of course, there are some eligible businesses and some are not. The eligible businesses that started, believe it or not, back in 2006, we've had this law in place, were C-corporations, Arizona S-corporations, and LLCs with an S-election, and insurance companies. And actually, the S-corporations came into being as an eligible donor in 2015, which was very unique, to say the least. What are the differences between these corporations? Because, again, I'm learning a lot from you. I don't know a lot of this stuff. And my dad is a CPA. I should know some of this genetically. But I don't. Explain the differences between some of these corporations. Well, to make it simple, I would say, let's say, a C corporation or insurance company that files or that files taxes here in Arizona, their entity itself pays taxes. So they are themselves, just like an individual taxpayer, they literally have a tax burden. What's unique about those S corporations and those LLCs with an S election is their entity doesn't pay taxes. So in 2015, it was very interesting when the governor signed the law that said, all right, now these S corporations or those LLCs are able to make this tax credit donation because if it's paying your tax liability and you don't pay taxes, how does that work? The way it works is that tax credit flows through to the shareholder. So it's S corporations are a very nice way to uh, utilize your tax liability because your corporation doesn't make t- pay any taxes. You make a tax credit donation to IBE. You recommend a private school here in Arizona or just our needy fund, let's say, helping low-income families, children with disabilities, children that are in the foster care system. And you get to say, all right, this is what I'd like to do with this tax burden. That credit flows through to you personally. So if you are a 100% owner in that S corporation, you get to look at your personal 140 and take that credit. So your business is paying 
for your personal liability. So many business owners are saying, I do believe in children. I believe in children's education, but there's something in this for me as well. That's interesting. And you can choose the private school, what you're saying. You can choose where your money, where your donation goes. Correct. So let's say an individual taxpayer here in Arizona, they have an extra choice. They can actually choose or recommend, with the laws very specific, you're recommending a specific student to receive your tax credits. Wonderful. We've just gotten past tax season. Not going to take a dive into that. We're probably tired of uh, taxes for 2022. But for businesses, they don't allow a child to be recommended, but they allow any Arizona private school or let's say they don't have a private school that they're focused on or they they want to help. They can say, all right, Kim, I would like my money to help any student who has a disability, who's been in the foster care system or who has a very low income and ha- needs that extra help. How much of an Arizona business donation is awarded to the students for their tuition costs? That's a great question. And it's really all dependent upon fund availability. So every school tuition organization or STO, which is what IBE is, we are certified by the state to not only receive tax credit donations, but we turn those into scholarships. So every one of us is reaching out for those corporate donations to help children. If I get a tremendous amount of funding, I can give up to what I'd be considered the the maximum amount. So for the low income families, For next year, for the 23-24 academic year, K through 8, I'll be able to award up to $6,100. And for the uh, children who are in high school, I'm able to award up to $7,900 more because high school is more expensive. The good news is different uh, STOs can stack their scholarships. So let's say a child's tuition is $15,000. You can receive scholarships at the corporate low income from two STOs. Now, for the children who have a disability, or who have ever been in the Arizona foster care system, there's a limit as to how much that child can receive, which is 90% of what the school, a public school or a district school would have received for funding for that child with a special need. Okay. We can award up to 90%. So for a child with, um, let's say, uh, believe it or not, they can have even an accommodation plan that they would, let's say, a skin allergy. They might only be eligible to receive $5,000. But for a child with autism or visually impaired, they might be able to receive $28,000. So it just depends on how what their diagnosis is for those kinds of funds. And that's the kind of vulnerable populations that Arizona businesses can help. Low-income children, children with special needs, and children from the foster care system. The most important thing really is, again, helping children. That's one of the best things about this. And you're doing it for uh, nothing. It's your tax credit. Use it the right way. Point it in the right direction. It's not a lot of hoops to jump through if we do just pay attention, right? Uh, Exactly. So you'd mentioned that the S corporations and LLCs with an S election are eligible. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe they pay taxes at the entity level. Exactly. They do not, which makes it so unique. And so for anybody with an S corporation or that LLCs, please consider using your tax credit money. You can keep it in the community you want. You get to choose. And then the bonus for you is you also get to take that that, uh, tax credit personally. There's also one extra advantage for those S corporate owners or those LLCs with that S election. They also potentially can take this as a business deduction. So the way it works with an S corporation is they do file taxes. It's not like they don't file taxes. They pay tax. They just don't pay taxes at the entity level. Anything a business, an S corporation makes 
or loses flows through on a document called a K-1. It's kind of like the W-2 we get from our jobs. Sure. Well, your S-corporation gives you a K-1 that says, all right, you now need to add $50,000 onto your income, or you can take a, let's say your company unfortunately had a loss. You reduce it by 50000 You then have to pay taxes on that. Well, they're doing a ta- uh, what they call the 1120S at the federal level or the 120 for the states S form, If they take this as a business deduction, they are literally reducing their taxable income that flows through. So as an S-corporate owner, if people are listening saying, wait a minute, I'm making a charitable contribution, which truly a tax credit, as you think about it, is charitable in that it's giving to low-income families, but you can utilize it not as a charitable deduction, but as a 162 or a business deduction, thus reducing your taxable income, reducing your K-1, And whatever you do end up having to pay, your business paid for you personally. It is such a win-win. Every S corporate owner or that LLC with that S election needs to consider this as a tax-saving tool. You all got that? (laughs) Oh, good. If not, where can people go online to like follow up on some of this stuff? Because that is a lot. And it does sound like it's a lot of hoops. But I think that the thing about jumping through hoops is when you line them all up in a row, it's pretty easy to do. So- I assume you've lined all of this up in a row online. Where can people go look for some resources? Of course. So all they need to do is go to azcorporatetax.org. That is IBE's website, the portion that is directly related to Arizona businesses. They can reach out to us. Give us a call, 520-512-5438. Come by and see us. We're up at Speedway and Swan area. If you're here in Tucson, love to chat with you. But we aren't actually tax planners. We do know a lot about this because that's our job. They're tax planner, their CPA will be able to answer a lot of these questions as well. We have a lot of them that reach out. In fact, I do a number of continuing education uh, seminars for CPAs on just this kind of a topic because they need to get up to speed on it. It is a tax tool for their clients. So their CPA is also a great resource. So you mentioned the 162. What does IBE do to help these corporations become eligible? Absolutely. So for these S corporate owners or these LLCs that want to take this business deduction or this 162 deduction, they do have a few things they need to do. And just to backtrack a little bit, back in 2018, when a lot of the tax laws changed, uh, one of the things that part of uh, President Trump's tax plan was he reduced what they call the SALT or the state and local tax deduction. This really threw a wrench in a lot of people's giving and it threw a wrench into corporations who were giving and the S corporations. At that time, I was on some calls with the U.S. Treasury Department explaining to us that, well, we've decided that S-corporate owners can still take these kinds of tax credit donations on their federal form as this 162 deduction or a a, uh, business deduction. A lot of us were like, well, this isn't a business deduction. How is this going to work? But they assured us that was the case. For about, well, let's see, this is 2023, 2022, after all those years, I still wasn't getting a good feel from our CPAs that it was actually being that they were they believed it because mm-hmm. there was what they call no safe harbor. There was nothing that guaranteed this kind of a deduction. So I went out uh, as the director of IBE. I hired a prominent tax attorney here in Tucson. His name is Brent Nelson, and he's with Ramon Tax uh, Attorney Tax Attorneys. And I said, please take a deep dive into this because if this is true. 
S-corporate owners can actually take this as a business deduction as well as having it pay for their personal liability. There is no reason never to do this. And so he took that deep dive. And so last year we did a number of these continuing education webinars that said if an S-corporate owner, two things they need to do. The donation needs to be directly related to the S-corporation's trader business, which the bottom line is, if you're donating to education, it's directly related because these could be your future employees, future clients, future uh, employees, whatever that looks like. Somebody you promoting education is always going to be related to your business. The other one was the donation needs to be have a reasonable expectation. Now, that's a reasonable expectation, nothing set in stone, nothing that has to be proven either, either of a financial return that's commensurate with the donation. So if you can do those two things, which we have some ideas on what that looks like, mm-hmm. you get to do that. Well, one of the best ways is through marketing, promoting your donation, letting the public and the community know you care about children and their education and what you've done. So one of the things that IBE does is we provide marketing levels at our expense for our corporate donors to get marketing out through social media, through different avenues so that they we could help them along with this potential 162 deduction. That's really important. Some people think that uh, doing the charitable thing, you got to kind of do it almost under the table and know you don't need, I don't need the accolades for when I donate to a thing. But as a corporation, like you do want to kind of be a proponent of spreading a positive message and the idea that your brand your brand, your company supports a thing, it does make your customers perhaps want to support that thing too and carry that brand and that message further, especially if the message is helping children and helping education. So you do want to do that. So that's really neat that you do help them with the marketing of that message. Absolutely, because the bottom line is we are a nonprofit. We're not looking to make money. We're looking to educate children. We're looking to get as much funding to the children as possible. And when a corporation gives donations to IBE at this for the tax credit, for the corporate tax credit, if they pay us, if they pay that donation with a check or with an EFT to IBE, we only keep 5%, even though the law allows 10%. Because if I can bring 95% to the school, that means more children are helped. If the uh, business pays with a credit card, which from what I understand, we're one of the few STOs that allows a credit card hmm. donation, a charge at the corporate level, um, we will keep 8% just to help us with those fees because we will pay those fees. But that's still 92% that's going to the school to help children again. Low income, children with special needs, or children from the foster care, very vulnerable populations. The more money we can get into the children's hands to pay the school, the more children are helped and our community is stronger. That's right. Because remember, kids need help. They can't uh, lift themselves up by their bootstraps, okay? That's the idea. We're here to help kids be charitable toward helping the education of children, and especially children in vulnerable populations and children in need. So now let's talk about what the process for a corporate donor looks like. What is the process? Like? It is so simple. And again, you were talked about this is very simple. It really is. We're taking a bit of a deep dive today into some of these aspects of it. But the bottom line, it is simple. It is a one page application that the donor gets to IBE. It's available on our website. You can just give us a call. It's one page. They let us know who they are, how much they would like to donate. If they have a recommendation of a particular school or schools. If they like to help low-income families or they like to help children with disabilities, they let us know on this one-page application. Then the beginning of July, there is a cap that opens up statewide because a business owner does not have a limit as to how much they can give. Mm. Personal, when you and I make a personal donation through IBE, there's a limit what we can do personally. 
There isn't one with the businesses. So if somebody has a personal liability of a million dollars, they can make a million dollar donation. If their liability is $5,000, that is the minimum for an S corporate owner. They make it $5,000 donation. But the state has a cap. The cap that opens up in July of this year is just over $158 million for the low income families and $6 million for the families with disabilities or have been in the foster care system. Once that money is gone, it's gone, and we have to wait till the next year. The disabled displaced money goes within minutes. It is gone on that day. So super, super important to be working with an STO that knows how to get their corporate donations to the Arizona Department of Revenue on that day because they are the the organization that keeps track of that cap. It's first in, first accounted for. So when 10,000 applications come into the Department of Revenue at the same second, you want to make sure you're working with an STO that gets those applications in first. We, since 2018, when this sort of came into being, where people started getting what they call waitlisted because more money was um, put uh, was like, was put into the Department of Revenue than was able to be awarded out, it was called being waitlisted. We have not been waitlisted on our DD money ever because hmm. we... We, we know what we're doing about getting the money in as quickly as possible. So that's part of the process, getting to the Department of Revenue. Once it's approved within a week, the business has 20 days to fund that donation, up to that donation. So let's say the donation is for $50,000. They only could come up with $36,000 in that 20 days. That's okay. They just couldn't uh, give us 51 because that'd be more than what they were approved for. This sounds like it's harder to get in than Coachella. Like, you got to be fast to get, get those you do, numbers. You yeah. do. And trust me, when you have that many that are trying to apply for that money, there are some ways to do that. And IBE was not willing to let our donors or our schools down. So we hired somebody to make sure we were getting the, our, our applications into the Department of Revenue as quickly as possible. And the proof is in the past, we have not been waitlisted, especially with that DD money. That's amazing. So, yeah, the process is the STOs really need to move fast and to get the donations to the AZDOR first. So that's what you're really taking care of is speed, 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 getting it within a week, because that's unfortunately the thing about life. Life does have deadlines and you have to meet the deadlines. It came. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to put a stamp on it. That doesn't work. You (laughs) got to get it Unfortunately, it doesn't work. We've got rules that we follow and we are going to be compliant with those rules, those laws, because that's going to keep STOs around. And that's definitely a primary focus of us because the longer we're here, the more kids that are helped. I would love to know more about the impact corporate donations have for the children their tax credit donations help. Tell me about that. Thank you for asking that because that is what what we do, what makes what we do truly amazing because the children that are helped, again, not only vulnerable populations, but can you imagine as a single mom, let's say, and your child tells you, mom, I'm just struggling in school. I I don't feel safe. It's it's a problem. And unfortunately, it's a problem in many schools. Yeah. And the mom is saying, I'm working three jobs just to get food on the table. How am I supposed to get you to a different school? That child, we will make sure has the tuition they need and the, to, to, to go to a different school where they feel comfortable to learn. A child is not going to learn in an environment where they don't feel comfortable. Let's say you have a child that has a special need. I have a lot of schools here in Tucson uh, and in Arizona that really are helping children with autism. That school is going to be $25,000 a year, mm-hmm. at least. Only families that can afford it would be there if it weren't for the disabled displaced corporate donation process and being able to help those children get to a school that's going to give them the tools they need to be successful in life. 
So whether you're talking about a child who's not comfortable at school, a child who just their learning style does not fit with the particular school that they're in, a child who has a disability, a child who just, you know, just sees the world a little bit differently. There are schools specifically for these children. And without the corporate program, we couldn't help them the way we do. So the impact is huge when it comes to children. And everybody that lives in Tucson has to understand that the children of Tucson, they're our hope, they're our future, they are going to make our community stronger, and education is where that begins. It's true. And I'll be honest with you, I know some of my friends are the ones that are parents now. They need all the help they can get. My goodness, because it's harder <laughs> than it was when we were growing up. And everybody's parents have to work. It's hard to have yep. a stay-at-home mom there to take care of the kids. I don't even think that exists, yeah. right? It's pretty rare. It is rare. It's much more rare today because our world just seems to be set up more for that dual-income family. Mm-hmm. And it's it's even if it's rare, it's wonderful if a parent can stay at home to be able to be there for whatever their children needs. It's just not the way it is. And if the schooling is going to make the difference for your child's own success, let's make sure it's a school that's perfect for their learning needs. Yeah, that's really important is being, getting a school that's a really good fit for your kid is really important. And again, I know a lot of organizations talk about this, but a lot of organizations do believe that parents know the best school that would be a fit for their kid. Of course. So it's really important to really get your kid in the right spot. And mm-hmm. you might need a little bit of a boost to get your kid there. And it, it's, it shouldn't depend on which of us make more money, and that's it. Correct. I I agree with that 100%. Right. Um, Let me just ask you this, because we still have some more time. If you had a wish for your organization, Mm -hmm. and maybe even specifically this, the corporate tax credit thing, like Mm -hmm. what would you want that to be? Well, I, I would like to open up Arizona's eyes and educate Arizona on the importance of children and their education. I would say... COVID put a spotlight on children's education. We got to see a number a couple years ago what it looked like when children's education was disrupted. No fault of the school. Nothing. There's nothing wrong right. with the way it was handled in that, except for children weren't being educated. And so it gave us this spotlight. So I, what I'm seeing today, which is really a wonderful thing, People are making donations to IBE to help children in their education who don't haven't weren't normally doing so. Maybe they don't have children. Maybe they don't. Uh, maybe they're not. Uh, they don't have grandchildren. They don't have children in their life that that's going to directly benefit. They just understand the importance of education and choosing the correct school, regardless of what it is. I'm all about making sure kids are in the correct school. If that's homeschool. Fabulous. Mm -hmm. If it's a district school or a charter school or a public school, wonderful. But if it's a private school because you know as a parent or a family member this is the best or your child's asked for it, and that happens, believe it, more often than you think, a child asked to attend a particular school because it it meets their interests. Some children learn through science. Let's go to a school that focuses on science through art. Through, we have a lot of faith-based schools that a child feels more comfortable at. Whatever the reason, whatever that looks like, I just need Arizona to understand we need to support children's education at every level, every kind of school choice option, making sure we have strong communities for today, tomorrow, truly into our future. Well said. Is, is it really, here's my last question really, if people and corporations aren't using their tax credit, is it like leaving money on the table? 
Well, I mean, the bottom line is our taxes go to the state of Arizona and the state does what the state does with taxes. Uh, Some of it does pay for public school education. Most of public school is covered by uh, property taxes, Mm -hmm. but some of it goes to public school education, which honestly, the amount of money that's directed off of the public school to the two tax credits for private school is pretty nominal. I know a lot of people talk about that, but the fact is we don't want to hurt anybody's education, whatever that looks like. So your money's not necessarily on the table as much as you don't have control where it's going. Mm. Can you imagine sitting there as an individual or a business owner and saying, I can direct where my state tax dollars are going specifically, and you can put those tax dollars behind something you believe in. Education is a wonderful choice. Absolutely. I think it's the only choice, personally. (laughs) I mean, again, I always love talking to you. You are so well-spoken when it comes to this. You do make this feel very comfortable. And honestly, it makes this seem achievable. At least for me, I hope it does for other business owners out there and other individuals that see the potential of what they can do with their paying their taxes and the fact they can help children. You know, and especially kids in need. I really love talking to you every time you come. Oh, out. thank you. I I don't know if you can tell. I love what I do. <laughs> I truly love what I do. And just having businesses, it truly, if you've got questions, again, reach out to us. We've got azcorporatetax.org. Quite frankly, my email is kim at ibescholarships.org. Feel free to reach out to me personally. Come by and see us. We're up at 921 North Swan. Love to have you stop by, see our offices. Or call us at 520-512-5438. We are here to help you so you can help the children of Arizona. Good Lord. And she's literally rolling out a red carpet right in front of me because today I was fortunate enough to welcome back Kimberly J. Kirshner, Executive Director of the Institute for Better Education, making sure that you're taking those tax credits, helping out children in Tucson. Thanks for coming back, Kim. Have me anytime. Thank you so much, Frank. (laughs) This was Lifestyle Tucson. Bing bong bing, time for a recap. If you can't tell, I love talking to Kim. I think she's been one of my best guests on Lifestyle Tucson. She's so well-spoken and knows everything about all this and genuinely cares about where your money goes. So you should follow her advice. I told her she should give a TED talk on this whole sort of thing. She's a pro. So make sure you go bother Kim because she asked you to. Just email her, kim at ibescholarships.org. That's scholarships, plural. You can contact IBE at 520-542-5438 or go give them a visit over on Swan Road there at 921 North Swan Road here in Tucson. So remember, those deadlines that she was talking about, as well as that July cap, is coming up. So make sure that you're aware of all these deadlines. You can just go check everything out over on IBE's website, ibescholarships.org. So make sure that uh, you talk to your CPA to get the actual advice that you might need, because that's also what she wanted me to say, because everyone's situation is their own individual situation. So don't be afraid to jump through a hoop or two. They've made it very easy at the Institute for Better Education. Remember, it's just a one-page form of who, what, where, and how much of where you want your exact tax credit to go. Go help some kids here in Tucson. So I want to thank our new friends at the Institute for Better Education for joining me today. You've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson. For more information about our program or to listen to something you may have missed, go to the Sunday Mornings page on klpx.com, kfma.com, mixfm.com, or espntucson.com. You can also subscribe on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are taxed. I'm your BFF, Frank Powers, Toot Toot Tucson. I love you the most. <laughs>